All right, welcome to another episode of the Man Up Already podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So good to have you guys uh, here as we wrap up 2019. This will be the final podcast of the year, season one. It's a wrap. It's in the books. Uh, Hard to believe that uh, back in June, this started, and here we are with the last episode, and I uh, really spent some time making sure that I wanted to talk about something that can help you roll into 2020, begin a new decade, a new year, end some things and begin some things powerfully and strong. But before we do that, obviously, let me uh, just highlight the book that started this all, Man Up Already. You can go out on manupalready.com, order that book. If you order it from the website, I'll sign that copy, but you also can go out there uh, on Amazon, type up Man Up Already, or type in my last name, John Puritz, P-U-R-I-T-Z, and uh, the book will come up. Uh, Obviously, I can't sign it if you order it from Amazon, but it is there as well. And that, you know, when I look back, here it is over a year later that that book came out. I'm incredibly proud of that book. It was uh, a wonderful opportunity to have written it and I'm sure there's there's some in there you know for later in the future and there's things that we can dive into but um, I'm super proud and excited for what that book launched which is this podcast and um, you know just privileged and honored to talk to all of you I do not take the fact that you're listening to this lightly cannot express to you the blessing that you are um, the audience on participating in this podcast. And I hope that you're sharing it. I hope that you're liking it. I hope you're reviewing it. Please, 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 the more you do that, the more we can get it out. So um, I want to reference, give you an update on something way back. Well, not too far back. If this is episode 12, then episode eight, which was called Removing the Scourge Among Us. uh, And that episode was where I interviewed Abigail Howard, who um, wrote a play called Only One that our daughter had um, acted in, and, and that opened up the world to, you know, or my world to um, human trafficking, sex trafficking, and um, I've become an advocate against that. Uh, but I wanted to give you an update on what's happening with that. Um, that in February 2020, February 9th, if you live here in South Florida at the Florida Atlantic University's campus in Boca Raton, in their university theater, the world premiere of Only One will, will make its debut. And we're super, super proud of Abigail and, and, and all the people, including our daughter, Sophia, who's working with her on this endeavor. So that play is going to have its first you know, big performance on at 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. February 9th. Uh, if you need to get more details on that, please email me at john at manupalready.com. And uh, I will give you details for sure. Um, You know, in the past, I have referenced a ride-along that I was doing on Facebook. um, But for a variety of reasons, I decided to disengage from Facebook. Um, There's a lot of reasons behind that. So the ride-along will no longer be on there. Thinking about maybe doing it on Instagram, we'll see. But for right now, um, this is the platform that I'm speaking through, the podcast, and uh, I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me there. You can find me uh, on Instagram at jpuritz, but for now, 
uh, I have um, I have turned off my Facebook account and without getting into a lot on that I can tell you that here it is now three days and uh, the effect of not having that um, is really great in my life right now uh, so um, sometimes it's good to fast sometimes it's good to take a break and uh, I have learned that through that platform um, it has taken up a lot of time um, and created uh, some unnecessary um, things in my life that I, I do not wish to have. So uh, the ride along on Facebook is off, but you can follow me here and you can follow me on Instagram, obviously, and LinkedIn. I'm always happy to converse with you. You can email me at john at, john at manupalready.com. And uh, that's you know some news that you can use. Okay, so why did I name this podcast Facing Your Vader Moment, and why would I make this the final episode of 2020? Well, it is Star Wars season right now, in case you haven't seen it, okay? I'm a big, big Star Wars geek, and, uh, you know, next Friday, Friday coming up, I'm recording this on the 14th, and uh, this coming Friday, I get to watch the final installment, um, what they're calling the Skywalker Saga Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker is debuting, and as a Star Wars geek, I am excited for that, big time. And all the music that comes along with that, I, I really, really dive in. So it is Star Wars season, so I wanted to pick something kind of relevant to that, not kind of very, and something that has always stuck with me since I saw um, this you know, particular Star Wars movie as a kid. It has followed me all the way through my adulthood. And uh, I think it's way more relevant today as I approach uh, middle age that, um, you know, what is your Vader moment? Well, in Return of the Jedi, which is the sixth movie out of all of them, um, there's this incredible scene where, and, and if you haven't, I'm, I'm going to go with a lot of you have seen it. If you haven't, then, I, man, you got to dive into Star Wars. There's a lot of great stuff in there, but... Um, there's a scene where the hero, right, Luke Skywalker, goes back to his mentor who's, um, you know, dying. And he confronts some issues and they're talking about some things. And um, the mentor says, you know, when I'm gone, the last of the Jedi Knights, the last of the knighthood, or the last, uh, he doesn't say the last of the Jedi he says, the, the, pretty much the you will be the last one. And he goes, so I am a Jedi. And the mentor, Yoda, says, no, not yet. You have one more task to complete before you are knighted, basically. And that task is he has to face his biggest fear. And his biggest fear is confronting his father. And his father is the personification of evil. So for in order for him to pass the ultimate test, he's got to face his ultimate fear. And so I call that your Vader moment because what he says to his mentor is, I can't do it. And the mentor Yoda says, if you can't do that, then everything is lost. Like that's the one thing that you have to do. Face that fear. And here we are wrapping up 2019, wrapping up an entire decade, moving into 2020. And I guess my question for you, the question I have for me and for everyone is, 
What's your biggest fear? What do you got to face? What do you got to stare down? What is it that you've got to get past in order to move forward? And uh, I have learned over time that, um, you know, success is about overcoming yourself. And what are you overcoming? Fears, right? So some things I've learned about fear, a couple of quotes that have always stuck with me when it comes to fear. One is everything you want in life is on the opposite side of fear or on the other side of fear. That's everything you want in life is on the other side of fear. So you facing your fear leads to everything that you want on the other side of that. The other is, is that fear is an acronym for that is false evidence appearing real. Like we create these fears in our minds that say, oh my gosh, what if this, what if that, this could happen, that could happen instead of just facing it and, and, um, and dealing with it. And I can tell you that um, I have failed that test. Uh, I failed that test. I've had great victories recently and I've had great failures in that area. And I think we all go through that. And you know, the whole point of the man up already movement podcast, whatever you want to call it is, is being authentic and sharing, you know, our crap and what we're dealing with and, and going through it. I think that without going off on an incredible tangent, I think we spend more time judging others than we do um, looking at ourselves. And I'm actually reading an incredible book called the 12 rules of life. And one of those rules is make sure your house is in immaculate order before you start criticizing somebody else's. And um, it's so easy to look at what others do or to look at people and, and, and judge them on how they face their fear rather than us doing it on our own. So it, it's about putting yourselves in position where you can face those fears, that you can get past them, that you can quote unquote man up and, and get to the other side. So, um, you know, the, this past, so I'm a week off this past weekend. Uh, so I'm recording this on a Saturday. The previous Saturday, I had done something that I had never done before, which is called a tough mutter. So if you're familiar at all with endurance racing, obstacle racing, this was one of them. And it's funny because a tough mutter has been on my radar for years. And then I've heard of the things, you know, the Spartan race and all that. And, you know, there's always that fear for me. There was always that fear in the back of my mind. Like, can I do one? Will I be good enough? Can I get through it? Am I that strong? All of those fears. So I work out, you know, on a very consistent basis. And, you know, you think you're strong. You think your workouts are paying off, but until you put them to the test, you don't really know. And uh, a very good friend of mine had an extra ticket, and he asked me if I wanted to go. And I said, yeah. And it's funny because I thought a tough mutter was a 5K, which is three miles. I thought at most it would be five miles. But when I got there, I found out that it was 10 miles. 10 miles of running and obstacles. Now, I was excited by the obstacles and afraid of them, but I don't run. I hate running, and running is painful, and I had to run for 10 miles, and, you know, I think sometimes ignorance is bliss. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, <coughs> excuse me, and, um, and I, I took that challenge on. Nobody likes to face obstacles and fears and all that, 
and nobody likes cold water nobody likes electric shocks nobody likes um i you know get who knows do you like mud in your nose in your mouth like you think about those things and you're like my gosh you know can i do this but uh the one fear i have is heights and i knew that there were some things that were going to deal with that as well so some of those obstacles you know the first one that for me was was really scary was the monkey bars it was like this ninja warrior type thing where you're doing the monkey bars and then you're grabbing these um you know uh i can't even describe it you know it's like a metal ring and it's turning and you've got to move your body and you got to hold yourself up otherwise you're going to fall in the water and i didn't know if i had the strength to do that and it turns out that all the prep work that i had done i was prepared for this race when it came to the obstacles it just wasn't prepared for it in the running but there were things that I had to, you know, two-story climbs. Uh, there, there was swinging. There was jumping out into open water. Uh, I mean, all these things that were testing your ability. And and you know, you're standing up. You're standing. You're literally, the obstacles in front of you, and you're asking, "Can I do this?" And what I learned is, you know, what you have to shut that fear off, and you can go, "I can do this. I can do this." And so for the whole race, all I kept hearing about was two two obstacles. That really scared the you-know-what out of me. One was called the Arctic Enema. And it's very simply an, a, a construction dumpster pretty much filled with ice water, like ice water. Like they keep dumping in fresh ice. It's like taking an ice bath, um, you know, with, with sports rehab. And it, somewhere in that ice bath, you had to dive, you know, you had to go underneath the water to overcome the obstacle and come out on the other side. And I remember walking up to this thing and, in, and, and I was afraid of it and afraid of it, afraid of it. Like just that, that, um, aversion to, to, to the obstacle. And then finally, when I approached it, I shut my brain off and I had a little mantra that is um, probably not politically correct and use some foul language but just to condition my mind and to get through that obstacle and come out on the other side. And I was so super pumped that I had overcome that obstacle that I forgot about the cold water. I was just so the adrenaline and I was so jacked up and all of my teammates did it as well. It was phenomenal. And then the very last one in the Tough Mudder they call electroshock therapy. And you're essentially running through water, hurtling hay bales um, in the midst of dangling live wires that you never know which one is really live until it hits you. you, you know, and you're in water, so you're the current, and it zaps you and knocks you on your ass. And I had been dreading that one the whole race, and then it finally came time, and you've got to push your fear down, and you've got to just go and deal with the adversity as it comes. But I can tell you that, you know, on the other side of that whole race, I felt in my soul so accomplished that nobody can take that from me. That's the whole point of facing your fear is when you do, nobody can take that away from you. It's how you build self-confidence. And, you know, now it's funny because about five years ago, uh, our daughter Sophia came to us and came to me and said, uh, hey, I want to, you know, one day I want to jump out of a plane. And I said, well, you know what? My 50th birthday will be your 21st birthday, and I have a fear of heights, but let's, you know, let's, I think she was the one maybe who said, let's do it together. I was one. I don't know. But we agreed that on my 50th birthday and on her 21st birthday that year, we would jump out of a plane. Well, guess what 2020 is? Holy crap. Looks like I'm facing the ultimate challenge for me when it comes to my fear of heights, and that's jumping out of an airplane. 
So that's happening in the coming year. And uh, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. As scared as I am, I'm going to do it. And I'm excited by facing that um, because that's just something I want to check off on my life. So, you know, what are you, what are you afraid of? What's your Vader moment? What's that thing that you've got to face? And uh, I heard a while back a great quote, you've got to punch fear in the face, right? You've just got to face that challenge and you've got to take it on. So some questions for you. Number one, what is your biggest fear? What are you really afraid of? And after you identify that, what's some ways that you can face that fear head on? Okay, what is, next question, what is your Vader moment, right? Who do you, what do you have to face in order for you to level up as a person and level up in your life? And then, you know, ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen? And face that, like really face that as you ask the question, what's my biggest fear? What's my Vader moment? And what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Well, really? Um, but maybe... Maybe it's going to, you know, it's going to redefine a relationship. Maybe it's going to, um, maybe it's going to change the way you're going to have to act or the way you're going to have to be. Like really look at what's the worst thing that could happen. Face it. Face that fear. Face it in your mind. What's the worst thing I could happen or that could happen? Um, but also on the other side of that, what's the biggest blessing from facing it? You know, they say that in, in, in every adversity is an equal seed of opportunity. What is the opportunity in that adversity? What's the biggest blessing from facing your fear? Could it be stronger relationship? Could it be more self-confidence? Could it be, you know, the end of negativity? Could Who knows what it could be? Only you know the answer. I know what it is for me. What is it for you, right? What's that, what's that blessing? that comes from facing that fear. Maybe it's a career change. You know, I, I remember contemplating uh, moving, you know, here to Florida and leaving my career of 10 years as a high school band director. And it had been everything that I had planned for. It had been everything that I had prepared for. You're talking 10 years of actual work, but then also five years of prep for it. So 15 years of being this thing and here we are moving to Florida, no job, no nothing, you know, just figure it out. There was fear. I kept asking people, do, and, and look, here's what I don't suggest you do. Do not go to others and ask what I asked when I was 33. Do you think I can do it? Please tell me that, that we can make it. Nobody can because they're not you. The only way you're going to learn it is to face it. And when we came down here, right? When you're, when you're on the edge of fear, when you're facing adversity, when you're, when you're right at that edge, it's how you handle everything that comes at you that defines you as a person that builds your self-confidence, builds your character. And listen, sometimes you're going to fail. And that also builds character because it's not, it's not about failing. We all fail. We're all flawed. We're all a mess. How do you respond to that? What do you do? That, I think, is really what, what matters. And it's never perfect. Guys, I, man, I, I screw up a lot, a lot. Um, and, and, and I could do a whole episode on that, and maybe one day I will when I'm on the other side of it. 
But I'm sharing all of these things with you to one, let you know that none of us are perfect, right? None of us uh, have it all figured out, but how do we take the lessons that we've learned and share it with others so that we can maybe steer some people from the bear traps that we fall into, okay? So you got facing your fears, build your self-confidence. So, you know, going back to and wrapping up here, you know, back into that Star Wars moment, um, when I talk about the blessing of facing it. So if Luke Skywalker couldn't be a Jedi Knight without confronting the one obstacle that stood in the way of his greatness, by him doing so, it ended up redeeming his father, right? So who benefits from you facing your fear? What redemption lies on the other side of you facing your fear? Who else benefits from that? What greater good comes from us tackling the things that hold us back? Okay, so some questions for you as you face that moment. And uh, here it is, guys, final episode of 2019, the debut season, last episode. And um, I just want to wish all of you a very, very special holiday season. Uh, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, um, you know, uh, New Year, New You, whatever you want. Enjoy your family during this holiday season. Remember the reason for this season, okay? It's not about giving gifts. It's, it's not about getting. It's about giving. It always is. But really enjoy this, right? It's the final one of a decade. Um, spend some time with the things that matter. And my prayer for everyone is that you, before you roll into 2020, will remove the things that cause you to drift from the things that matter. That'll be a podcast episode in itself, uh, the concept of drifting and how it affects us. But um, dive in, right, this, this holiday. Um, dive into the ones that matter the most. Let them know that you love them. Clean up the things that you need to clean up so that you can be all you can be for them. And uh, let's have an amazing beginning of 2020. I will see you on the other side of that. Again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. Thanks so much for tuning into this podcast. Thanks very much supporting it uh, in its debut year. And I'm excited to continue it in, the, in 2020 and beyond. Let's go kick some major ass. Love you guys very, very much. Thanks so much.